Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST, presented by CDE Lightband. Each week, we take you around Austin P, the athletics department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Lightband offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that will not be sleeping until April. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Well, a little bit of bad news. Okay. We were unable to get our schedules lined up with our uh, guest, John V.A. Bugs, of the Austin P volleyball team this week, but no worries. We're going to have her on the show early next week. I know she seemed excited to be on the podcast, so, but, you know, sometimes you got to call an audible. You just got to call a quick audible. Stuff so, happens. For today, here's the plan. Just me and you. Okay. We're going to chat for a little bit about what's going on around Austin P. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Then we're going to come back with a whole lot of March Madness talk, including the Austin P women's basketball team's trip to the women's basketball invitational in Lexington, Kentucky. Does that work for you? Sounds great. Let's do it. But to start, we're going to start with a little bit of big non-Austin P news going around the world. In the sporting world, obviously. Okay. A whole lot of baseball news. Baseball's actually happening now? Baseball's happening. We uh, yeah, No, actually, yeah, there's no more lockout. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. Hey, the lockout <laughs> ended while we recorded the last episode, so imagine what's going to happen while we record this episode. Who knows? Um, yeah, no more lockout. We're going to play baseball. We're going to play full 162. We're going to start sometime next month. Uh, a couple nine-inning doubleheaders, bigger bases, more teams in the playoffs. Sure. Yeah. Great time. Awesome. But free agency was supposed to get all – all, all. It was supposed to just go crazy. It has not gone as crazy as many expected. Uh, it's a little bit more of a slow burn crazy. But uh, some big news regarding all you Atlanta fans that listen to this podcast, which <laughs> there seems to be too many of. Um, you guys are all upset about getting Matt Olson from yeah. uh, from from Oakland when you shouldn't be. My Twitter has been absolutely full about that signing, and then. Matt yeah. Olson crushes baseballs. Yeah. Crushes them. He's also like six years younger than Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. He's better on defense than Freddie Freeman will ever be. So what you're saying is an Atlanta fans need to stop complaining. Did I mention that he crushes baseballs? I think you did. I love Matt Olson. Okay. I, I love that he played for the A's. The A's are my second favorite team, if you didn't know. Okay. Um, it's a very weird thing. It's a very weird We'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, we're rooted in Oakland. Um, Matt Olson's fun. And he's from Atlanta. Yeah. It's a good trade. It's a good sign. Good, good little homecoming. You're going to pay him a lot less than the Dodgers are paying Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Because, uh, oh, by the way, uh, the Dodgers signed Freddie Freeman. I hope that one hurts. I kind of hope it does, too. <laughs> you know who's never no, – who, you know whose franchise first baseman will never leave? Who said? The Cincinnati Reds, Joey Votto. Yeah, but everyone else leave is leaving us. from he the would Reds. Never, yeah, but Joey Votto would never <laughs> leave us. He'd never do that. You better watch out. <laughs> he can't. We literally cannot get rid of him. He has no trade clause. We got you. Okay. Um, honestly, I would trade him because he does not deserve to play for the poverty franchise that is Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> the poverty franchise that traded Jesse Winker, Eugenio Suarez, and Sonny Gray for a couple mid-level prospects. And that was it. You were not having a good day when, I, when those trades started going down. Um, it was uh, When I saw Jesse Winker was traded to the Seattle Mariners, I was very upset. Because Jesse Winker's my favorite player, not named Joey Votto on the Reds, was. Um, then, as Colby Wilson, te- Colby Wilson texted me. Hold on, I'll read you what he said. It was, it was fun, not fun. Um, where is it? It was bad. I was sitting there working. 
Say it isn't so. I was working. I was doing. I was having a good day. Mm-hmm. Just a pretty, pretty plain normal day. Where is it? And all of a sudden, at three forty-seven on Monday, <laughs> I receive a text that says, "Oh dear, oh reds." <laughs> so that's how you found out. That's how I found out. And then I went on Twitter and saw Jesse Winker. And I told him he had ruined my day. And he said, I would have cut my or cut off your GM's arm to stop that. Winker was made for Cincinnati. And then he said, what makes it worth it? Emerson Hancock and or Kyle Lewis? And I said, yes. And he said, well, if I ruined your day before, dot, dot, dot. And I said, <laughs> no. And he said, not Votto, no, but another treasured member of the family, A. Eugenio Suarez. It's a... Uh tough it's a tough one for you buddy it hurt <laughs> um they essentially gave jesse winker away for free so they could get the eugenio suarez's 35 million dollars mm-hmm. off the books makes sense no it doesn't no it doesn't no it doesn't sorry the lineup could have got that lineup could go to the playoffs the, if the if this year's playoffs with 12 teams mm-hmm. were in effect last year the cincinnati reds make the playoffs not anymore <laughs> how do you go from being you would have been in the playoffs this year if last year's season plays out again you're in the playoffs so are I mean are they like essentially tanking or like is there some other big free agent that you think they're trying to get or what do you happen to know an idea of the plan? The GM like, claims they had to get to budget. There's no salary cap in baseball. They had to get down to budget, and now that gotcha. they're at budget, they're so here's the crazy thing: so they traded Sonny Gray, straight money dump. Traded Winker and Suarez, money dump. They immediately give. Donovan Solano, $4.5 million to play utility role for the Reds this year. Nice. Because we're at budget, so now we can sign players. Right. Because that makes sense. I don't understand baseball. It, it's somehow not the most confusing move of the week. Chris Bryant has cashed in his career. He's choosing the Colorado lifestyle uh, and putting his World Series ring on ice and never going to win again for the next seven seasons because he signed with the Rockies for seven years. I forget what the money total like was. 185 A lot of money. Like Chris Bryant's worth a lot of money. Um, the Rockies, who recently gave away their franchise third baseman to the Cardinals for peanuts, um, <laughs> and now have another one. Like I said, I don't know what Chris Bryant's doing. I don't know what the Rockies are doing. Chris Bryant's making a lot of money to live in Colorado, which doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. So Chris Bryant shows lifestyle and comfort over being good at a, being on a good baseball team, which, you know, he's got sure. a World Series ring. Respect that. Yeah. Hey, you want to live in Colorado? Sure. Why not? They're going to pay you $185 million to hit 40 to 50 home runs and win 70 games. Nice. Sad. I mean. Why not? Sure. Why not? I mean, it's, it's a lifestyle. Good for Chris Bryant. Good for him. Not good for the Rockies because nobody knows what they're doing. Some other interesting signings. Zach Grinke's a royal again. <laughs> don't have, don't have to Photoshop him into, him into a Royals jersey because uh, we have those photos from when he was like 18. He's like 40 now. Gotcha. Okay. He's he's still good though. He's very weird. If you're bored, go read the Zach Greinke story on the Athletic. Um, speaking of old pitchers signing with their teams, the Reds are apparently going to re-sign Johnny Cueto. I. If we're not going to be good, let's be happy, and Johnny Cueto will make us all happy. That's the owners throwing us a bone, maybe, but they're probably not smart enough to figure that out. They'll probably mess that up too. Probably. That's the guy with the shimmy, right? Before he pitches? Yes. Gotcha. In the turn. On to nice. the NFL, Alex. I could talk more about this. Washington or Washington officially has their quarterback. Carson Wentz is a commander. Russell Wilson officially a Bronco. Um, Colts got Yannick. Nagakwe. Nagakwe. Farakusin. And then the Raiders promptly signed Chandler Jones. 
The Bills also ran the $120 million play for Von Miller. That's a pretty good play. No, I'd run that play more <laughs> often if I was trying to sign him. That's probably what L.A. should have done if they wanted him back. Mm-hmm. What else about the NFL, Alex? I mean, Aaron Rodgers signed his contract. <laughs> yep. That It's such a weird contract. Because, like, you know, originally it was like four for 200, and then it comes out. It's like it's three for 150, but it's actually like a contract extent. I don't know. It It's weird. Aaron Rodgers staying. Staying in Green Bay. Titans stuck with Tannehill. Titans making absolutely no moves in free agency, which is killing me. We signed a return specialist from the 49ers. Yeah. High five. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's not like we have a lot of cap space, but, like, can we do something other than sign, like, I think it was San Francisco's, like, fourth-string running back who helped on special teams. But it's like, hey, guys, um, we kind of need an offensive line. But you want to talk about cap space? Indianapolis no, Colts have $70.5 million, and they have used it to sign nobody, really. Uh, We're going to get Baker Mayfield, though. You know, I keep on seeing that. Like, there's so many reports going on about that. Like, it, it's going to happen. That, it's either going to be the loudest one, which is Baker Mayfield comes to the Colts, or it's going to be the one nobody's talking about, which is the Colts get, like, Matt Ryan or Derek Carr. I, out of those three, who would you rather have? Like, I would rather have Derek Carr. Like, I think, I mean. Matt Ryan. Really? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't work. You can reset in two years. He's old. It's true. Um. Yeah, I I would trade Ryan Tannehill for Derek Carr straight up. Would the Raiders do that? No. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, I I hope you guys have fun with your $70 million in cap space. Maybe we'll sign somebody with it. I mean, maybe you can run that Jaguars play. What It was like on the first day of free agency, they put up it's like $250 million out of free agents. I mean, they're signing. Hey, Pittsburgh everybody. got Miles Jack. That's probably a pretty good signing. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Pittsburgh got Mitch Trubisky, too, which I don't hate. I I think he can be one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I think now that he's not under the clutches of Mark Nagy, he might not suck anymore. We'll see. I still think they draft a quarterback in the top three rounds. Why don't they play Josh Dobbs? Astro. Astro Dobbs. Well, let's talk about things that really matter on this show, like Austin mm-hmm. P Sports. Shall we? Let's. Let's. Baseball. They had their uh, weekend series against Eastern Kentucky. They played on Friday. They lost 5 or 7-5, to five, excuse me. And then uh, the snow said you're not playing today on Saturday. <laughs> so they didn't play on Saturday, so they played a double on Sunday. A 13-1 win in the first game. Govs lost 8-5 to in the second game. Uh, Eastern Kentucky takes the weekend series. Tuesday, midweek, MTSU. Govs drop another close one, 7-6 to the Blue Raiders. And then Wednesday night against Evansville. Tough night for the Govs. 20-4 win for the Purple Aces. Um, not a good night. Not no. a good night. It happens. No, and that, that MTSU one, that was a heartbreaker. Yeah, it happens. Uh, hey. Got a chance to bounce back this weekend. Yep. Going to go up to St. Louis for a 3 p.m. game on Friday, a 2 p.m. game on Saturday, a noon game on Sunday. The Govs and the Billikens, you really need to bounce back for this one because you got conference starting next week. Right. And before you start conference play, you're going to play a 6 p.m. Tuesday midweek. You're going to host the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee State University. It's Monocle Society Day at Raymond C. Hand Park. So if you're in the Monocle Society or if you're not, you should come join. I imagine we can make that happen there. If you're in the Monocle Society... Hooray. Let's see you at job. the game. Yeah. Let's go. I'm in the Monocle Society. I guess I'll be there. I think you would be there anyways. I probably would, but you know. But, but no, I mean, especially with MTSU. I mean, that's a game that I think they're going to come into that one, you know, on fire, especially after that loss the other day. But It's we'll got see. something to prove, you might say. Just a little bit. Softball. Tough weekend for the, for the Govs down in Alabama. Yeah, it was. Jacksonville State Invitational, or Invite, excuse me. Invite. Thursday, 
lost four to two to Samford, and then lost seven to two at Jacksonville State. Friday, the Guffs bounced back with a morning win against Samford. They won six to four, but they dropped the finale to Jacksonville State three to two. All those losses are close. Yeah, I mean, and, and those are good teams too. I yeah, mean, like, Jacksonville State, Samford, good teams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you want to come out of it with a winning record, but at the same time. They're not going to hold their heads too too low on that. It happens. They're back in action with conference play this week. But they are. They also played a midweek against Middle Tennessee State. Wednesday night, the Govs lost 4-2 to two to the Blue Raiders. Tough weekend down in Murfreesboro. It was. But, hey, no worries because conference play starts this week. Mm-hmm. Govs got two on Saturday against Belmont at 1-3. and three. Then on Sunday, they played Belmont again at 1 o'clock. Uh, Cheryl Holt Field, Kathy Maynard Park, get your tickets. Get there. It's the only show in town. Yeah, it is the only thing going Everything on. Everything else is out of town. And, and if you're not coming to Lexington, right. or you're not going to St. Louis for baseball, come out support Team 37. We'll see. You, we'll see you on the softball field. We sure will. And I mean, you know, it's a Belmont team. You've won, you've won nine of ten against. That's pretty good. Quite good. Pretty good. Maybe you'll make it a uh, twelve of uh, thirteen. Yeah, that'd be a good number. It would. Numbers, I guess. It's, it's a good winning percentage against Belmont. Yes. There you go. Correct. It'd be a good way to uh, close out your final OVC series against the Bruins. What? Yep. Tennis. Alex, that yes. seems like your your thing to talk about. I think I know like a thing or two about tennis. But um but no women's tennis, uh their match against North Alabama. Um started, played doubles, halfway through, rain and sleet and snow and everything started to fall, so called that one off midway through. Um, and then the other day, the Govs are taking on McKendry, the Bearcats. I mean, it doesn't get much easier than that. It was a 7-0 sweep. Um, Is that good? It It's pretty good. Um, I, I would say one of the most notable things with that, uh, freshman Denise Torrelba stays perfect on a number one line. Martina stays perfect on a number three line. Danielle Morris uh, makes her return for the first time this season. Guess who's back? Danielle Morris. Back again? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so Danny, Danny and Yana play in doubles. They sweep 6-0. And then in uh, singles, Danny plays on the number five line. Uh, she picks up a double bagel, which is a 6-0, 6-0 victory. Is that what they call it? Yep, double bagel. Honestly, favorite tennis term in the world. Um, but, yeah, so Gov Sweet McKendry, 7 to nothing, And uh, looking to pick up another victory against the University of Cumberland on March 24th. Oh, you're not going to talk about the men's team? And uh, not as long. Uh, men's team also faced McKendry the other day. They fell 6-1. to one. They picked up doubles, couldn't quite get it done in singles. Um, but, yeah, 6-1. to one. And then later this afternoon, they're going to face Carson Newman. That's today, Thursday, March 17th. Yes. Um, so they're going to face Carson Newman, who's coming in as, like, the number top 20 team uh, and then Division two Overall, a decent team. Still want to pick it up. And then they are also going to face the University of Cumberland's on March 23rd, so day before the women. And, uh, yeah, hoping to pick up, uh, gain a little bit of momentum heading into conference play. Do some of that Do some of that tennis? Let's do some of that tennis. We did some of that golf. Yeah. The men's golf team, tough field for the Govs down at the Southern Invitational, hosted by Loyola, Maryland, and Lake Worth, Florida. Makes sense. Govs finished 11th, led by a, t- tie, excuse me, a T35 finish from Micah Nicely. Uh, a tough field. Tough field, tough weekend yeah, down in Florida. Uh, nothing to do but snap that one clear and get mm-hmm. on to the next one. But, hey, you got a couple weeks off. Get ready for the uh, the the Carpenter-Cheney Classic, hosted by Moorhead State, April 4th and 5th, and where? You guessed it, Tunica, <laughs> Mississippi. Okay, I mean, could you actually imagine playing golf in Moorhead, Kentucky, though? Like, 
I honestly couldn't. I think it'd be a good place for a golf course. I don't know where they'd put it in that city. It wouldn't be in the city. It would be near the city. Gotcha. But it would be on the side of one of those mountains. True. Like <laughs> Buffalo Valley Golf Course back in Johnson City. Just right on the side of a mountain. That sounds great. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, women's golf team. Not their best week either, but, you know, eighth place finish at Houston Baptist Husky Invitational. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play at the River Bend Country Club in Sugar Land, Texas. Sounds like a nice place to be. Yeah. Freshman Erica Scott and Kayla Campbell led the way. They finished tied for 35th. Riley Cooper was a stroke behind them. She finished tied for 38th. Uh, not not as successful as they have been at some of these other tournaments, but, you know. Can't win them all. Jess said the uh, course was tough, a lot of wind. Can't win them all. I imagine they'll be back with uh, something to prove in two weeks mm-hmm. at SIU's Diane Doherty Invitational at the Bogey Hills Country Club in St. Charles, Missouri, which is outside of St. Louis, which is not near Carbondale. Gotcha. Sure. It's like an hour <laughs> and a half from Carbondale. I'm uh, not worried about it. Not worried about it. Not worried about no. it. It happens. It happens. Beach volleyball had a very strange week for beach volleyball. Uh, Are you saying snow is not? Well, uh, Friday morning we started, and the girls were just wearing their short sleeves. Right. Throughout the day, teams started to put on long sleeves. Mm-hmm. They started to go from shorts to leggings to sweatpants, whatever. You know, it was getting a little mm-hmm. chilly, whatever. By the last match of the day on Friday, we were playing beach volleyball in a blizzard. <laughs> okay. Watch out using the term blizzard. It was it was snowing. Were you standing out there? I was not standing out there, Were but I do know what a blizzard is like. Could you see the third court from the uh, scores table at the beach volleyball? Wasn't there, but no, I imagine you that could, you couldn't. You couldn't. That's the answer. In other words, it was a blizzard at that time. Okay. Tell me it wasn't a blizzard. It wasn't a blizzard. Uh, I, was at, I was at baseball that day. It was. It was I a, could not see the third court. I was, couldn't see it. Okay. It was snowing so hard. It was a southern blizzard. Well... Before the snow started, <laughs> the Govs won five to nothing in the morning match against Carson Newman. Nice little sweep action. Uh, Saturday, said Blizzard said, "Nope, <laughs> not playing beach volleyball today." So we canceled that one. Played twice on Sunday. The Govs won four to one against Jacksonville State, three to two against UT Martin. Just like the OBC championship, whatever. No biggie. Uh, Kelsey Mead, Marlena Bullington, earned OBC beach volleyball pair of the week. They did not drop a set. That's pretty good. Yeah, get playing number, not only did they not drop a set, they were playing number once. Nice. Uh, the Govs' number two pairing also did not drop a set. That is Brooke Moore and Michaela Powell. They, however, they lo- they slipped up and let one of them go to 23-21. to 21. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, so a close match, lost them. Yeah, no they, they won 23-21. to 21. Bullington and Meade never had one go to overtime, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. That's why they got the OVC Player of the Week nod, or Pair of the Week nods. Um, pretty sure that McKinnis and Searing and the number threes only dropped like one or two sets, too. They went undefeated. I know that. Mm-hmm. The Govs' top three pairings did not lose. That's quite good. I'm not sure if anybody wants any of the smoke from those three pairings this no. season. My official stance is they don't. That's a championship team playing like a championship team. The crazy thing is, too, your most experienced duo together is Waite and Eisenhart in the fours. Mm-hmm. No one else has played more matches together than those two. And you've got Carly Graham, graduate student, and freshman Elizabeth Wheat in the five, so they're still trying to get dialed in. Dang. Yeah. I mean, that's those top stacked. three. Those top three are good. They're not gonna. They're gonna be hard to beat. Wait and Eisenhart, like I said, they've got the experience. They're tough to beat. So, uh, good luck. Yeah. Beach volleyball team's back in action March twenty fifth and twenty sixth at the first OVC weekend at Chattanooga. Those will be conference matches. First time we've had that in the regular season. Uh, EIU, Morehead State, Chattanooga, Austin P. 
and who am I forgetting? UT Martin. Those are your five conference teams. You're going to play all yeah. four of them. Okay. It'll be fun at the beach volleyball facility at the UTC Sports Complex. You ever been there before? No. That's also where they play soccer, the UTC Sports Complex. Not on the okay. beach volleyball court, obviously. I mean, yeah. Nice. Alex, you got anything else? Not yet. Well, it seems like that's all the Austin P Sports we got, besides the women's basketball, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But we're going to take a little break here. We'll give you a little a little time to reset. We'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. And welcome back to the PCAST. It's still just Alex Allard and I here. Uh, like I said earlier, we're going to have John V.A. Bugs on next week. We're excited to have her on the PCAST. Couldn't work it out this week. No worries. we got a lot of basketball to talk about. Yeah, so we that's do. what we're going to do. That is what we're going to do. It's a pretty big month for the old basketball, Alex. It happens so? to be March. Isn't there some kind of madness that goes along with March? I'm not sure about it. Madness. Before we get to the big madness, okay. we're going to talk about the Women's Basketball Invitational that your Austin P. State University women's basketball team will be competing in. Yes. The Governor's first postseason appearance ever outside of the NCAA tournament. They're going to kick things off with a 1.30 p.m. Friday game against St. Mary's. Give me the Govs. St. Mary's of California. The Gales. Nice. Who the Govs have never played before. Okay. Um, it's like one of like, what, two other... I should have Cal- had the bracket up already. I don't. Here we go. Now I have it. Austin P. and St. Mary's. The winner. So we'll talk about what the WBI is first. Okay. You got the NCAA tournament, the NIT, the WBI. Three, eight teams, one venue, three guaranteed games, no matter what. Win, lose, draw, no draw. Yeah. Um, you're going to play three times. So, Austin P. St. Mary's, 1.30 Thursday. The winner will play the winner of Bowling Green and Furman. The loser will play the loser of that same game. Um, like I said, you can lose three times. You're going to play three games no matter right. what. You're going to play Friday. You're going to play Saturday. You're going to play Sunday. The tournament is being hosted at Transylvania University in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, like I said, Friday. March 18th, Saturday, March 19th, Sunday, March 20th. Yep. Uh, who? WBI. Who's in the WBI, you might be asking. Well, we already told you Bowling Green and Furman. Excuse me. On the other side of the bracket, you've got Davidson versus Nevada and C- Cleveland State, who almost won the Horizon League, versus Northeastern. That, I mean, that, that's a pretty good field, you got some good teams. honestly. you got some good teams. Austin P and Davidson have already played this year. They had a yeah. tough 65-64 to 64 game that Davidson won down at the FAU Thanksgiving. What did we call that? Thanksgiving Classic? Thanksgiving Tournament? tournament. Thanksgiving it's something. Whatever. It's over Thanksgiving. And yeah. Um, Cleveland State, like I said, nearly won the Horizon League. They lost in their championship. Uh, and you got to watch out for Nevada. They're, uh, what are they? They're Big West. No. They're West Coast Conference. Right? No. Oh, man. I'm, I'm Mountain West. Mountain. They're in the Mountain West. There you go. They're in the Mountain West. Uh, St. Mary's is in the West Coast Conference. That's mm-hmm. always a good basketball yeah. conference. Um, they were the fifth seed in their conference tournament, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up losing the ninth seed at Loyola, um, yeah, Loyola Marymount in the first mm-hmm. round. Uh, Bowling Green, Furman, got to watch out for the Mac and the SoCon in basketball. I mean, and that Bowling Green women's team is pretty good. Like, yeah, I, not bad. They're not bad. Not bad. Not, not, a t- not an easy field. 
not an no. easy field, but you know the guys can go out and win this thing. Three wins. What should it take? If you win, uh, the championship would be at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, March 20th. Uh, like I said, Transylvania, Kentucky. You can watch the games online at watchwbi.com for $10 a day. Uh, I believe tickets for the WBI are $20 a day. I think you have to buy them at the gate, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, take a so weekend. Come to Lexington. I mean, it's not that long of it. It's like, what, three and a half hours to get to Lexington? Yeah, they got a Skyline Chili there. I, that just makes it worth it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can go to Skyline Chili. You can watch the Govs play. Why it's, wouldn't you want to do it? It's a win-win. Why wouldn't you want to do it? Uh, Brittany Young and the Govs could be the fourth Austin P. Women's basketball team to win 20 games in a season with one more win. Brittany Young is tied for the second most wins by a first-year head coach in their first season. A first-year head coach in their first season. Mm-hmm. Good work. I, I got what you mean. That's how words work. Uh, if she wins twice at the WBI, she will have sole possession of the second place for the most wins by a head coach in their first season. Uh, she cannot catch up to Andy Blackston's record. He's got that one in the bag with only three games guaranteed. Mm-hmm. No biggie. Second place, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it pretty good. Good season. Goes have a chance to also shoot over 65% for the first time since the 2003 to 2014. Set the program record. Haven't done that since. It's 65. Yeah. That is it 65? No, it might be 55 or 45. I was going to say, it, 65 is kind of high. Whatever number it is, it's a five. It ends mm-hmm. at a five. Gotcha. We haven't done it since the one team set the record in 2003 to 2004. Uh, got a chance to do that. Yeah. I mean, it, especially in first year, uh, in, in the first year under Coach Young. I mean. This team's got weapons to win a tournament. Yeah, they do. Carly Pace. She can score. Yes. Maya Johnson, she can score. Shaylee Kirby, three for three from three-point range against Belmont in the OVC tournament. People might have forgotten that. When, when she gets hot, If she hits the first two, watch <laughs> out. Watch out. Shy Booker had double-double in the OVC tournament. Mm-hmm. First one of those since 2012. I mean, this team won their first OVC tournament game by an Austin Wins basketball team in a decade plus five days. Yeah. it's uh, They're hot right now. And, I mean. The Belmont loss, whatever. Belmont's yeah. a good team. Third NCAA tournament team. There's a reason they're what a 12 seed, a 13 seed, 12, 12. They're they're a 12 seed. They beat Gonzaga in the tournament last mm-hmm. year. Right. And 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 I think I think Belmont's going to go out and beat Oregon. I mean, we watch out for it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, like this is it, it was a good Belmont team, but now the Govs are going to come into this tournament. They're hot. They're looking to set a couple of records. And uh, I still think whoever won the Austin P. Belmont semifinal was the OVC champion. I agree. Tennessee Tech scored 29 points in the OVC championship. We get out of here. Yeah, Murray um, State, who's Murray State and Tennessee Tech are both going to the NIT. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a lot. I I was surprised that Murray got an NIT. I bid. think Murray's better than Tennessee Tech. I mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I I, I want to agree. Yeah. And I I think I who yeah. I don't know. Still, I think I mean we're better than Murray. We're better than both. And, of them. and we're better than Tennessee. We're better than Tech. both of them. We're better than both of them. Um, if the girls would have beat Belmont, they were the OVC champions. That's my official stance. Yep. No worries. We're in the WBI. We're going to get some more basketball. That's what matters. We still get to play postseason ball. That's what matters. First postseason trip since the Govs went to the NCAA tournament in, I believe, 2010. They lost to Tennessee in the Knoxville Regional. Yeah. yeah it's the Lady Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, it happens. It sure does. Now, let's talk about the uh, men's basketball tournament and maybe a little bit of the women's basketball tournament because I hear you have a women's basketball tournament bracket as well, Alex. Yep, I sure do. I I love the women. Th- this women's bra- this women's bracket is great, but but now let's talk about the men's bracket. Men's NCAA tournament starts today. It does. The madness Official. starts. Yep. Uh, Alex, do you have anybody that you uh, especially like in said tournament? I I have a couple. Um, I mean, I've got Gonzaga winning it. Got Gonzaga winning. I it. mean, like I know that's not like the flashy pick, but I th- I think Gonzaga, even though they're he finally gets over the hump, 
Yeah, I mean, even though they're in a very hard like part of the bracket, because like they'll have to beat like a Duke or whatever. No, they won't. They'll um, have to beat Texas Tech. Okay, um, but I've got I've got Gonzaga winning it. I've got Kansas coming out of the other side of the bracket. Um, I, I've got like I think I got I got Tennessee in the Final Four. I've got Arizona losing in the second round to Seton Hall. That that's kind of my big. That's upset. aggressive. That's quite aggressive. But I I don't trust this Arizona team. I have them losing in the next round to Houston. Okay. And Houston will be advancing to the Elite Eight where they will lose to Tennessee. Houston is one of the hottest teams coming into this March Madness. The metrics love Houston. Oh, yeah. Like number four in Ken Palm, but mm -hmm. they're like a four. What are they, a five seed? Something like that. They're like a five seed, but they're like the number four team on the Ken Palm rankings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Houston's hot. Illinois Um, hot, but I don't think they can do much with Houston. Yeah, I I mean, I've got got Illinois beating. Let's see. Because I've got Illinois facing Tennessee. And then Tennessee beating Illinois, so, so that, that's what Illinois my side beating is right. Houston. Hmm? You have Illinois. Beating yeah, I do. I do have Illinois beating Houston. I I went back and forth. Like that's one of those picks that I went back and forth. Like you look the metrics and it says Houston, but it's like I, I like this Illinois team. I, I think they're they're very good throughout their um, throughout the season overall. And yeah. what do you have? Uh, the Providence, the Providence Friars game. I ooh, what do I have? I have so I have Providence winning their first game. So they beat um, South Dakota State. Everybody's yeah. picking South Dakota State. They can't win, right? Too many I, people are picking South Dakota State. I so I have, I've got Providence winning that one, and then I have I got Providence. I have them losing to Iowa in the next round. Yeah, me too. Iowa can't I, play any defense. No, I. But yeah, Providence Iowa should be a good game. Um, and then if I and then I have I really hate the bottom quadrant of that of the Midwest bracket. Oh yeah, I don't it's, like LSU. I don't particularly like Iowa State, but I like them more than LSU. Wisconsin can't score. Uh, USC will beat Miami because that's a great matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn will beat Jacksonville State. I, I think I just don't like what's going on down there. I have to take Auburn to the Elite Eight, and it's not because I want to. It's because I have to. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the exact same. Actually, no, I have um, – oh, shoot, who do I have? Um, so, like, I have Auburn playing Wisconsin, and, and then I actually, I actually have Wisconsin because it's like I know Wisconsin can't score. But at the same time, Wisconsin can play defense. And it's like so I Iowa State. This is true. Uh, but I I think Wisconsin can do enough to get out of, you know, to beat to beat those teams. I think the East region is loaded. The East region is kind of scary. Like almost any of it, like one through seven, could go also out of that bracket. Nine or eight. North Carolina is eight. Ooh, North, I I one, Car- one through eight. I think North Carolina takes out Baylor in the second round. I. That would that would be a very March Madness you know upset. Who I got in the Elite Eight there? No, St. Mary's in Kentucky. St. <laughs> Mary's is a very good team. Yeah. St. Mary, I mean, they they beat Gonzaga. Yeah, I mean, they have beaten Gonzaga this year, and they were close to him in their one loss yeah. to Gonzaga. You know who else is winning? I'm I'm all in on the West Coast Conference, by the way, because the San Francisco Dons mm-hmm. are taking down the MU Star Star AY Racers in the first round. You know, I wish I could say the same. See, San Fran- so but San Francisco's big as out. I don't care. They're they're not going to – I mean – The fact that you picked San Francisco did, or did not pick San Francisco from, should disqualify you from this podcast. It should, but I also picked uh, Callaway County men's basketball team to upset Kentucky. Disgusting. That – that outside of that uh, Seton Hall – You make me um, sick. I mean, I, I don't like Callaway County. I don't like that team, but w- when it comes to how they're built – I mean, like, with San Francisco's big being out – Murray, uh, KJ Williams is going to absolutely eat San Francisco. Like it's going to be, it's going to be bad. San Francisco can guard the three, 
but they can't guard inside. So KJ is going to have like a 25 and 10 day. Um, and then against Kentucky, I, I have the Murray State Kentucky game being one of the best games of March Madness because they they both match up really well against each other. Um, KJ against Kentucky's big, who I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, Oscar Sheboy. Yeah, there you go. Um, that that's going to be a good matchup. But I Oscar Sheboy would abuse KJ Williams. I mean, probably, but I at it's March. Uh, that that's just one of my upsets. That's your pick. That that's my. And, but then I also have them getting absolutely mollywopped by mollywopped. Good word. Mollywopped by Purdue. I like Vermont to win twice. You got Vermont to win twice. Arkansas, mm-hmm. NIT team away from Bud <laughs> Walton Arena. Not any good. And then UConn. No, Ar- Vermont's hot. Catamounts. I think. Ooh, they they really especially as a thirteen seed. Um, Arkansas is an IT team away from Bud Walton Arena. Yeah, who's got the best mascot in this? Because the Vermont Catamounts is strong. Ooh. Cal State Fullerton Titans. You're scrolling through the bracket looking for nicknames. Uh, yeah. San Francisco Dons is good. The the Dons is good. I don't even know what Colgate's mascot is. South Dakota Jackrabbits is always good. Richmond Spiders. No, not a fan. Uh, the Longwood Lancers. That that might be it for me. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna have to stick with my uh, my guys from Vermont. <laughs> what what is Colgate's mascot? I can't. Toothbrushes. That's that's what I was thinking. But no, um, March Madness. It's good bracket overall. It's here. Okay. It's here. We'll it talk is. more about it next week. Yes, we will. But I think that's all we got on that for now. So. Uh, Katie Etheridge, Riley Flinch, Matthew Fitzpatrick, they've got all the community service opportunities for you. Everybody's back from spring break. So, you know, time to do some good in the community. You know, they've got all the different ways you can get out there and do that. Mana Cafe, loads of fishes, many, many more ways. If you need to do that or you want to do that, go check in with them, and they will take care of you. Also, you should have your ESPYs saved the date. Uh, it's coming up soon. Be ready. Going to do those ESPYs. Right, Alex? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, how can people follow us on uh, the web and social media? Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P or on Facebook at Austin P. Governors. There it is. And uh, shout out to everybody, uh, Eric, Robin, Carter, all the digital media that they're providing. Two and weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Congrats. Thank That's you. I'm first. Kind of on a heater. <laughs> on a little <laughs> bit of a hot streak. Let's go P.com for dates and news stories. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allard, Chris Austin, and myself. We've got all the information you can use for uh, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. You can get listen to this podcast on there too. Yep. And uh Why well, I don't know oh, boy. Words are hard. You are great at talking, sir. You know what else you can get on letsgop.com? What's that? If you go to letsgop.com backslash type buy tickets, our ticket guru Johnny Mitchell has all the information you can use to get in the game. You can also give Johnny a call at two two one P E A Y. Um, baseball tickets, they're on sale. Softball tickets, they're on sale for the first time in program history. We want to see you at Joe Maynard Field at Raymond Hand Park. We want to see you at Cheryl Holt Field at Kathy Maynard Park. So go online, call Johnny. He'll answer on the second ring. Get those tickets, and we'll see you there. Yep. We'll be there. You'll be there. We'll all be there. You know what else you can do right now, Alex? What's that? We would love it if you would uh, give us a rating or review. How many stars? Five stars. Five stars, preferably. <laughs> All five of the stars. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, direct or directly on our website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Would you like to suggest a guest or let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out? Um, 
I changed that just in the wrong spot. Uh, nope, didn't. I didn't. I did not. Uh, boy, this is going well. You're doing great, bud. Tell us who you think the Cincinnati Reds are going to give away for free next. Uh, tweet us. <laughs> I'm C underscore Craig19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone that picked the San Francisco Dons to beat the MU Star Star AY State basketball team in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Store around the corner, the boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna be a buzz like I had last week. I must stay because talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So, what can I do? I really bag you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fly, it's all good. Let me jump in, please in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of...